Women Who Rock, a podcast promoting female musicians and artists. Today, I am joined by Wollongong folk artist Hannah Park. Hannah, welcome to Women Who Rock. Hey, thanks for having me. I actually haven't said this for quite a while, but you played a show recently on Friday. So congrats on doing that. (laughs) Um, How was the vibe for this first show back? Um, it was really good. It was just everyone was just super excited to be out of the house and together. <laughs> like we had the full 50 people in the venue. Like it was just everyone was heaps keen. I saw on the event that they it sort of said, you know, we have live music back, but then there's kind of a list of, you know, distancing, blah, 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 wash hands. So it seems like there was sort of was there a different vibe in the air because of the restrictions or was everyone just so elated that they could be listening to live music again I don't know like the, it didn't really seem to be any different because like I've played at that heaps um at that place heaps and it was just the same like everyone was just super keen to be out like you had to like sign in and obviously wash your hands but you should be doing that anyway but like sure yeah um but no, it was really nice. Yeah, you mentioned you've played the heaps. So I guess when I think of Wollongong, I think of Helen Wolf and Radbar. <laughs> but when you did, so the, the gig you played it recently and also where you did your launch um, for your EP, yeah. it's a place called, um, it's an art house cafe in yeah. Port Kemba, just south of Wollongong. Yeah. Um, yeah, can you tell us a, a bit about that? I've never been there before. Well, you should go. <laughs> it's really okay. It's like this cafe in this big courtyard surrounded by all these like art residences and like um, I forget the word like like shops where they like sell their art and everything and it's just like so nice. So like I play in the big courtyard and everyone like brings their kids and their dogs. Um, It's just super, super chill. It sounds like a bit of a bohemian a vibe where they have music and art and stuff. So people sell sell like artworks there as well? Yeah, like it's where they like make their art and so they have their little shop as well. So you can go in and have a look um and buy everything. Yeah. It kind of sounds like heaven. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah, did you miss it? Was it closed down over the last couple of months? They closed a little bit, but they were still open like trying to pump out the food and everything. But I definitely missed playing. I actually got nervous. Like I don't really get nervous playing anymore. Like if I'm playing it somewhere, I've played at heaps. But um, I was feeling nervous before it, which was super weird. Right. I guess it's just because it's been so long to be in front of uh, warm human beings playing your art. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Did you, so during the lockdown stuff, did you, I couldn't see that you did any live streaming things so did you do any live streaming no I did nothing <laughs> um, okay yeah like I was just by myself writing songs but I like I didn't do any live streaming do you think that the 
as you were writing songs during that time, was there kind of a different mood to your creative process when there was so much craziness? Um, a little bit. My creative process is kind of like just, you know, pump out a song in five minutes anyway. So, like, I wasn't really, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay so you weren't getting the vibe of the times weren't getting you down and it's more like it was just a a prolific kind of writing session anyway yeah yeah So your EP, your first EP came out last year and it's called Peppermint Tea. The first time I listened to it, I kind of, I couldn't explain it, but I was getting like a Scandinavian vibe. Really? That's cool. (laughs) And then, and then I realized uh, when I listened to one of your interviews that you are a massive fan of First Aid Kit. Yeah. Who are Swedish. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was wondering, is there a Scandinavian connection or is that kind of a coincidence that your favourite contemporary folk artists are from Sweden? No, I think it's a wannabe connection. Like, <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. It's just first aid kit, their influence, I reckon. So, you st- I mean, when you were playing um, music with your brother, yeah. you, I sort of know that you were doing a lot of covers of first aid kit. Yeah. So I'm interested to know, so the first EP that you had um, – and Hannah Park came out last year. How did you, I guess, transition from playing covers, folk covers, to writing your own folk music? Was it a quick transition or was it something that happened, I guess, quite slowly over time? Um, I think it happened kind of slowly because um, like, cause I taught myself how to play guitar only like a, four years ago or something. So I think trying to actually navigate how to play, like, I had all the lyrics there, um, like I've got just so many lyrics just in my phone that I've just written at random times. But, yeah, trying to just put it all together was the hard bit. So was that, was the, I guess, learning guitar yourself the real catalyst to doing that and writing your own music? Yeah, definitely. Definitely like the independence of it. Well, I have been, so as I said, yeah, I mean, I've been vibing on peppermint tea over the last couple of days, and in particular, there was one track that I was really getting into. It is called "Not Like You," and I would really like to for us to play it now. So this yeah, is cool. a track called "Not Like You" from Hannah Park's uh, EP "Peppermint Tea." Peace after peace, you destroy. 
Was a track called Not Like You from Anna Park. That is from an excellently named EP Peppermint Tea, which came out uh, in last year. By listening to the EP, it seems like in the songwriting, there's quite a lot of references to nature. One of the tracks is about 
snow. I think uh, when you saw snow for the first time, you talk about controlling the tide. So I'm interested to know how you draw on nature when you are writing your lyrics. Yeah, I don't really know. It just seems to be the only thing I can write about. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I think just like I grew up, you know, like two minutes from the beach, like I've just always just been so into nature kind of thing. Like it's just it's always there and it's always great and I just really, I don't know, enjoy it. Is that weird? It's a really big influence. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw... I think I heard that some of the writing that you did was kind of when you were tripping around Europe. Yeah. So when when you're writing these kind of nature-inspired songs, do you have to be at the beach or can you be like in a dimly lit room? Like does it matter where, how closely physically connected you are to nature when you're writing music? I think it helps. Um, like I wrote Snow on a train somewhere in like Germany I think we were like just and I just was yeah like could see the trees and everything and like the words just came out so I think it helps but I'm sure I, it I seems could as picture though, it in my head and it seems as though the way that you are describing your creative process it's more like instead of you know sitting down at 8am every morning to write music it seems as though it's more like it comes in bursts of inspiration that you don't necessarily know where it's going to come from? Is that kind of a fair assessment? Oh, yeah, definitely. Just kind of comes and, out. And during, I guess, the, the last three months, I mean, I guess it seems you have such a strong connection with nature when you're writing. Do you think that the lockdown has strengthened or weakened that relationship with nature? Or I guess if you can do the writing in your darkened bedroom, maybe it doesn't matter? Um, that's a really good question. Like I hadn't even thought about that. It probably, because like a lot of my like very recent songs that I've wrote are kind of about being like lonely, like, you know, like or being like sad. Like I haven't really written any songs about being at the beach or anything. So I guess it has impacted it. And I just didn't even realise. Maybe it's seeped into your subconscious. Yeah, definitely. Over the last couple of months, I've basically been in the room that I'm sitting in now <laughs> doing work. So I haven't really been getting outside and engaging with anything. Have yeah. you been the same or have you still been going to some of the pristine Wollongong beaches? Oh, yeah, no, I was at the beach every single day. I can't. Ah, I can't right. Yeah, I can't stay inside all day. <laughs> okay. Maybe we've had a very different lockdown experience. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. <laughs> Your so we mentioned that the EP you released was called Peppermint Tea. I really like the artwork. Can you tell me about the artwork? Yeah, so my friend actually designed that, um, Suki Lemons on Instagram. 
um, I just said to her, I was like, I just feel like I just want some flowers on a pink background, like just some natives. I think I drew her like a really bad picture. Of like, okay. You know, like I gave it to her. She was probably like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she just came out with that and I was like, that is perfect. It, yeah, I love it. It's really good. I feel like it fits the vibe as well somehow. Yeah, definitely. I can't explain that any deeper because I'm not good enough at English, but I just kind of feel like it really fits the vibe of the music. That's exactly what I'm sure I've said, so (laughs) it's good. Um, You mentioned you've been kind of doing a bit of writing. So it was um, in in 2019 that the last EP was released. Do you have new music that you've been scrolling away at uh, whilst you've been in lockdown that you're planning to release this year? Yeah, I was actually going through my phone um, today and I've got probably like maybe four or five songs just in my notes that like I'm trying to work on. I've got one new one that like I want to record soon, but everything else is just kind of ideas at the moment. Okay, so you pl- it sounds like you have kind of a, a body of work there in terms of the ideas. Is it plan to do a single first or are you going to maybe do an EP? Uh, from those songs oh whatever happens it's hard to plan <laughs> who okay. knows we'll get like a burst of in, like inspiration and have 10 new songs like yeah maybe it's difficult to think to see too far ahead yeah during these troubled times yeah topics and I ask you to choose one of them and tell me something about it. The topics are musical equipment, recording equipment, poetry, Patti Smith, punk rock, death and politics. So Hannah, can you please tell me a thing? I would love to. Um, I've got a story about poetry. So my friend recently wrote a book of her poetry. Um, I don't know the name. I just texted her and was like, what's the name of your book? And she probably looked at me and was like, why do you need to know? So, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but, um, yeah, she just wrote all of her poems into this book and we all put money together for a birthday for, like, the publishing rights so she gets to make actual books and sell them and I'm just really into it. Like it's such an amazing idea. It's just so nice to be around people who are doing things like that. Is that so this book of poetry, is it, has it accumulated over like a really like 10 years, a really long period of time or was it written more with a specific thought in mind and done kind of in a flurry? Um, I think it's just been like over her life. 
I actually haven't read it yet. I'm in line to read the copy that she's got. Um, okay. But, yeah, I think the way she's talked about it, it's just everything that she's written, she's just kind of put together. It must be a bit scary for her. I guess people to have different relationships with the art that they've created. But I kind of feel like that would be a scary thing, that you've been accumulating this poetry for ages and then you set it out into the world. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, it's like anything. Like it's like releasing music, like mm. written these like really personal things and then you're like, all right, send it into the world and ask people what they think about it. <laughs> Do you think it's encouraged you to write poetry, to publish? Um, yeah, like maybe some poetry with some music like but um like it's definitely inspired me well we'll have to i guess when the podcast's out it definitely won't be published but we'll have to keep an eye out for your friends to be published book of poetry yeah (laughs) hannah thank you so much for coming on to women who rock it's been really good uh, catching up and having a chat yeah it's been great thanks for having me Women Who Rock is proudly produced in the Sydney studios of 2SER 107.3. Bye.